0: Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values.
1: On the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we're looking at things that we we can partner with. There's three big categories. You'll notice the theme. Number one, can you get access to medical care? Uh, We've seen the last two, three years. It's important if you've got somebody Mm. that will not prescribe to you what you want and what you need to keep you out of a hospital and treat you in a fear based environments so we've connected with doctors some of them have 10,000 patients and they lost nobody during the pandemic yes. some of their patients were in their 90s those are the kind of doctors you need access to it's always better to build your boat before it rains mm-hmm. and so it's good to have those relationships how about your money is your money protected from the drunk drivers that have their hands on the wheel that is another important mm-hmm. thing we got that covered and third thing is is food and ability to survive. Now, we're not like going to hunker down and, and plan like the movie where the guy was underground for like 40 years and oh, yeah. came up and, and realized uh, that nothing w-
0: actually happened. Nothing actually happened. The <laughs> George of
1: the Jungle guy, you know, he came up and hey, there, there never was a bomb. no, We're not going to do that. But if, if, if you need to stay alive, you need a protein source. If you're going to want to make sure you got access to meat that doesn't have mRNA technology in it, they're not going to work to vaccinate you through mm-hmm. what you eat. You need to be aware of those things. And so we have just the right source here. We've been kicking this rock for quite a while and come across people that we can trust and that are working to our advantage two different ways. You got one, you got people, the actual cuts of beef you can buy. We've talked about that. But if you want to prep and put something on the shelf and have it be so good, you probably want to pull it off the shelf and eat it. In the meantime, we have just the guy right here with us, Mr. Jason Nelson. Yay! this is stacy dave thank you so much for having
2: me back on and i funny that you make the comment about pulling it off the shelf now i'm realizing i need to send you guys some more beef because it looks like you're eating it all
0: oh well, i tell you it is it's really good we made it last time and i think actually we're getting better every time that we make it um you know before i tried uh you know different ways of doing it but david actually made it today and it's really really good
1: I suppose generic season I, all on It's all I did. It's like pretty, pretty plain. But it's the, always it's better got when a great, somebody
0: else does it, though. Great
1: flavor all by itself, um, which is incredible because you don't think of something that you can put on a shelf and store long term as something that would be edible,
0: right? <laughs>
1: you know, it was like <laughs> this is only in the case of an apocalypse, but this is delicious. If, if it, if it, in the case of the apocalypse, most people are going to be
2: apparently eating cheesy rice and beef crumbles. And I still cannot find where beef crumbles are on a cow. So um, yeah, we didn't we didn't really, uh, we saw that as a problem, uh, not just a problem as in the sense of our people having uh, pure protein that they can trust, uh, that they know the source of, that they know uh, that it was prepared for them and it's safe for them and that it's going to be healthy for their families to have in the future. But more importantly, uh, the understanding that Uh, under Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we know where food lies. It's pretty much third on the list right after water and oxygen. And when the government decides it wants control of your life, I I don't think they can get our oxygen yet, uh, but they are definitely going to come for our food supply and finding a clean source of food and knowing that you can have it and use the words trust uh, that you could trust that it's something that Mm -hmm. has not been injected, that it's not been uh, uh, filled with Um, uh, uh, crap and GMOs and other things like that, just junk. Uh, You want cattle, you can trust pure Texas beef, pure Texas beef that somebody can tell you a single source. Uh, And that's what we do. And that's what we're so proud of. And I'm so happy that you guys enjoy it, because I know that if you're enjoying it now, then 24 and a half years from now, you're going to enjoy it just
0: as much. I love that. Can you say that again, Jason? So this actually is stable (laughs) for 25 years.
2: Well, not the one you're holding because that one's open, but yes, <laughs> if it's sure, stable, sure. It is stable for 25 years. Uh, just to uh, keep it as you would anything in a, in a, in a cool closet somewhere or, uh, store it away. Uh, they're not, uh, huge bags. It's, it's, it's 48 ounces of pure beef, but at the same time, we've made it so that it fits in a tight little package. It is freeze dried and something that you could easily store away. And it's over 10,000 calories of pure trimmed, uh, beef protein right there.
1: Wow. I, I like it. You know, we're at a stage in life. We didn't start out this way. You know, we young couple got married. You know, we had the, the little bit of a freezer that was the part of our refrigerator. Yep. And that's the extent we can't store. I used to look at my wife's parents because they, you know, had like a, a vertical chest and a chest and a, they're free, you know, like we they had go, multiple freezers. We had to go to their house. They they bought a half a cow every year and they had all this stuff and I'm like, "Man, someday, babe." Yes. That's going to be. Yes. Well, now it is someday. It is. You know, like we that for even us. We became it,
0: old. And, and how did that happen? And
1: and you know, we got three grills and multiple freezers, but I look at a lot of people if you're if you're if you're in a smaller environment, if you live in New York and you got an apartment or you're 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 younger, you just got the one freezer. You can't store up a whole bunch of meat and these kind of things. And then if there was a catastrophe, something like, you know, even in Texas where you don't have a lot of bad winters last year, you know, there a was t- a two week ice storm, nobody was going anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, no matter what the scenario it is, it's, it's hard to store those things up. And this gives people no matter what, no matter how much space you have, if it's limited, you got to, you know, a place under your bed with a Tupperware, you know, you can just mm-hmm. store it and then bam, you've got, you know, weeks worth of meat that you could add to recipes and do whatever you want with, without having to be, you know, serious. You know, I consider when I, when I meet people that are serious about being preppers, I'm like, I'm embarrassed to talk to them because I'm just like kindergarten, but, but you, you can kind of entry level yourself in here and the bottom rungs of the ladder, mm-hmm. are easy to find. And you kind of did all the heavy lifting for us. Well,
2: I think one of the important takesaways from as you look at the products that are available on flyovermeat.com is that not only do we have uh, what I would consider your staples. So we have our original steak, which is, you know, your sirloin, your uh, brisket, your tri-tip, those things and that we've sous-vide and have prepared there for you. But we do take into account that some people might want some variety uh, when they are in a position. Uh, that why, why eat the same thing over and over? And so we were able to, we're the only company in the world that does this, but we had provided for you filet. Uh, filet mignon, we've also provided New York strip and uh, ribeye. And, and the crazy thing about the ribeye, if you've ever ordered ribeye in a restaurant, you know that about half of it is fat. So when you look at the value proposition on the ribeye, there's no fat, we can't freeze dry fat. So we trim all of them. when they hand trim all of this down, uh, they hand trim all the fe- uh, fat off. So you're actually getting when you order that ribeye b- uh, bag, you're getting uh, a pure 48 ounces of pure ribeye beef. That's it. It's, it's amazing. And, and we're and- proud of that.
0: Yeah, as I was looking at the label too, it says cuz I think this is important. It says 12 full adult servings per packet. You know, so it's not like, you know, a couple of pieces. <laughs> yeah. It's actually
1: is, is, is this is this one full adult serving?
0: <laughs> exactly. So you're <laughs> actually getting full adult servings. We we
2: pride ourselves on a couple of things. One is is that an adult serving is not three and a half or three ounces as some other companies might tell you. It's a, it's four ounces of pure protein. That's an adult portion. Um, second of all, that's pure beef. That's not uh, we again you're not. bunch of fat and filler you're just talking about beef uh but when you look at the the value on again we're talking about a value proposition for this you got to realize that we also uh, we don't ask people for petty things like shipping uh we're not uh we take care of the taxes we we're we're going to make this a very simple what you see is what you pay and what you get and i think you guys actually have a wonderful promo for people but it's one of those things when you look at the value you don't need to sit here and try and word do some weird convoluted math you'd say well um, can I, uh, what would it cost proportion to feed my family? Well, and it's less than a junk cheeseburger that you can get down mm-hmm. at the street at McDonald's to get pure uh, preservative free beef that has no mRNA injections, no, uh, it's not stuffed with vaccines or growth hormones or GMOs. Uh, uh, To me, there's just no question in the value in that. And then there's no question about whether or not you should have it and have plenty of it on hand, because again, 25 years is a long time. And there's a lot that happens in 25 years. And as you mentioned, 10 days shut out. uh, doesn't mean you're just shutting your apartment for 10 days what about when the supply chain has to get restarted? Are you going to have yeah. access to this product? So uh, do you want to go three weeks without food? Uh, you know, we just sh- shipped a bunch, we don't ship to Hawaii, uh sell in Hawaii, but we did just ship a bunch over to Hawaii due to the disasters they just had there. And, um, one of the things we were pointing out was this is shelf, state. hey, just put it away, tuck it away in this uh, in the food pantry, uh, in the soup kitchen that we're donating it to, because we don't, it, it can be there for when you need it. And now's the time when they don't know their supply chains are going to re, uh, reopen wow. up that they, they need that protein.
0: Let's talk, too, about the price of cows. So it's up 23%, but you all haven't increased. The
1: actual cows themselves.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cows themselves, but you all haven't increased your. Uh, price. Wh- wh- how was that?
2: Well, uh, we're called Prepper All Naturals, which means we prep ahead. So we knew that this was going to wow. happen. Part of our entire uh, 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 company's goal was to be able to prepare ahead for the average consumer, which means that we wanted to be ahead of the price curve. So we started six months ahead. So we um, are proud of the fact that we are six months behind the cattle prices. Uh, So as they rise dramatically, we've been able to keep our prices the same. Unfortunately, it's not going to stay the same forever. But uh, right now, what you're seeing is the benefit of us preparing ahead for the inevitable rise in the price of beef. Remember, they're cutting supply because they don't want you eating it. Um, They're turning around and you're seeing the supply chain, whether it be the cost of energy and other things, the costs going up. Uh, And then, of course, there's inflation. And Bidenomics is sitting here making it near impossible for people to afford beef. Uh, I think pretty soon you're going to find that our price per pound is going to be cheaper uh, or less expensive to buy our freeze dried than it will be to go to the store.
0: Man. Okay. So you all, you've given us a special at flyover. Can you talk about that? So when people go to FlyoverMeat.com and they use the code flyover, so there's a place that'll ask for a coupon code. You just click yes, have a coupon code and you put in flyover. What's the special you're now giving the flyover family when they use that code flyover?
2: It looks to be, I think it's 15% and I don't want to sit here and misquote, but I believe it's 15% that they're giving off to your audience. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I believe so. When I went on, this is kind of cool. I actually, I thought, okay, my math teacher... Uh, from grade school, maybe junior high, would be very happy, very proud of me. I was able to do story problems here today uh, by going through, and I was I was figuring Shows how the long prices. It's been. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I was figuring prices on all the different things. So I wanted to share with the Flyover family what it actually costs. So there's two different ways that you can buy most of them, except for the tenderloin. You can either buy the one bag, which is 12 servings, or you can buy a four pack of the bags. And as I was doing it I did the beef cubes um and one single bag is $105 and um, that's still a reduced price if you look at it it's got a crossed out amount and then 105 so that's still reduced but when you use promo code flyover you get it for 89.25 which is seven dollars and forty four cents a serving. Oh, that was great. A four pack is three hundred and ninety five dollars, um, and when you use the promo code Flyover, you get it for three hundred and thirty uh, six dollars, and it's seven dollars then per serving. And as I was going through it again, ribeye one hundred and fifty for the twelve pack. Um, when you use the promo code Flyover, you get it for one hundred twenty seven fifty. That's ten dollars and sixty three cents uh per serving uh when you do the four pack it's $545 or $463 and each, t- each time it just makes it less per serving um a ribeye $170 for the the one bag or when you use the promo code flyover it's $144 i mean that is a really great deal and $12 per serving $605 for the four pack or $514 when you use pr- promo code flyover and then tenderloin which is obviously going to be our favorite because you know it's the the best meat. One hundred ninety dollars, or uh, one hundred and sixty-one fifty, or thirteen dollars and forty-five cents. So I mean that's better than you would get if you were to go to uh, a restaurant or anything like that. And you're getting something that lasts for twenty-five years if you don't open the bag. How long does it last if you open the bag and you put it in the refrigerator? Do you know, Jason?
2: If you were to open the bag and put it in the refrigerator, and let's say if you are a proper prepper, you would have uh, some oxygen absorbers and moisture absorbers available to you. But even if you didn't, if you just put it in the fridge and resealed the bag and put it in there, it's good for at least a year. Uh, If you were to put it in there with oxygen absorbers and other things, you're probably looking at closer to five years. Um, And if you were able to reseal the bag immediately and add new oxygen absorbers and some moisture absorbers – I don't know what I'm legally allowed to say, but I would. It's good for a long time. It's going to last. But again, when you worry, uh, when you talk about twelve portions uh, for a family of four, that's you know that's that's three days of of, of pure protein that they have looking ahead of them. Uh, and that, and so going through a bag, you're not going to be too worried about it lasting as far as resealing it. It has a long shelf life, but that 25 years originally uh, it is the big deal. And uh, by the way, I would do want to point out on there that those original prices you're seeing that's what the prices would be if we were charging you for what cows cost right now okay and you got to remember that these are single source cattle we get them uh our, our they come we march them across that's the picture you're seeing right there that's our actual cows um
0: wow i have to check yeah. the
2: date on those those might already be in a bag but um, <laughs> those are <our> cows <laughs> <laughs> the, the people that really are watching sad oh, all right yeah, i feel bad cows, i feel okay. like I don't know. I just named the bag number one. Bag number uh so we go through and we, we march these cattle across those three thousand acres and when they're and when they're ready they are uh humanely um uh so, so single box stall, they're humanely slaughtered. Um they are hand carved. Uh after they you know they, we hang them to season, uh then they are hand carved and they're sent to us where we uh go pick them up. So again it's it's right in Crawford and then over to Lot, Texas, and then we take them up uh, right to up to our factory uh food facility whatever word you want to use but where we sous vide it and then put it through the freeze dryers and it's just again it's, it's pasteurized when it's in there it's tender it's juicy it's the best way to keep it all and there is nothing in there look at the ingredients it says one thing cow
0: that is so good that's huge uh, jason thank you so much for the discount that you've given the flyover yeah. family thank you for providing us a source of meat You know, uh, because who knows what's going to happen in the world. But man, we can be able to feed our families. And I think that's so so important. So Flyover Family, you go to flyovermeat.com. When to ask for the coupon code, just put in flyover and get your 15% discount. So Jason, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it.
3: Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children, what it once was like in America when men were free.
1: Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me and somebody you can call and make those worries go away.
0: That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today.
1: You'll be glad you did. All right, for those of you who have never seen an episode of the Flyover Conservative Podcast, you may... have you been? I don't know what you've been doing with your life. Probably just wasting it, doing something meaningless like reading books and bettering yeah. yourself, or folding your laundry, or whatever it is that's productive in you your miss life. Out. But our motto is: is wake up, speak up, and show up. Because it's it. You know, we all had a wake up call. But then, yeah. if, if you wake up and don't don't do anything, you keep stay silent. Eventually, it just, it bursts or it turns into cellulite. You know, but you gotta
0: <laughs> you, know you what that got you
1: gotta do that, and then 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 show up. You gotta move. You gotta do something. Otherwise your 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 emotion will turn towards depression. You're not yeah. moving. You just want to go to bed and pull the sheets over your head. So take action. We say often mm-hmm. everybody wanted Donald Trump to do 80 million things to save America and then it was going to be done. The answer is 80 million of us following his example and doing one thing each yes. day to save our own country. And that's kind of what this is all about. So we bring on people from, you know, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough or General Flynn or Eric Trump or Laura Trump or you know, just different. Laura different, Logan. Laura Logan. Great one. You know, just and and, and and the lady trying to stop a landfill here in, in Lee something, Missouri. So it's like people doing something now, something that, that started small and was so visible. I bet every single person here has been impacted, inspired, motivated, and aware of what this guy has done. Have you ever heard of a little something called a boat parade? Yep. They, they only have them for one side. There's no such thing as a Joe Biden boat parade. No. That's always a distinct difference. You can tell what party you're in. Definitely people, a
0: Trump parade. You
1: have, you have organic uh, movements, people showing mm-hmm. up. But um, a little something called Trumparilla Yes. A boat parade. Uh, Mr. Cliff Gebhardt. Yay! <clears throat>
0: Welcome, are Cliff. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you.
1: We can't. looks like you're on the move because that's how you do. You're an on the move kind of guy, but we wanted to pull you in all the way from, I think you're in, in, in Florida and just talk about this idea of, uh, wake up, speak up and show up because you're a regular guy doing regular stuff. But I tell you what, you caused a movement and a stir that inspired, inspired millions of people in the participation of thousands. And everybody's familiar with these boat parades that took place in Florida.
4: Yeah. You know, My wife even asked me, why do you get involved in all this stuff? Why do you feel the need to do all this stuff? And I really couldn't articulate it to her. She's just a second grade school teacher and not really, you know, she doesn't participate in all this stuff that I do. And I don't know if it was if it was God, if it was serendipitous, if it was um, just coincidence. Recently, like in the last month, my wife's like, why do you feel the need to do all this stuff? And I really couldn't articulate it to her. And then across my Facebook feed, a Greek proverb came across and it said something and it's, it literally answered everything that, um, that I, I wanted to encapsulate. It said so society grow best. I'm sorry. Society work best when old men plant trees of which they will never bask in its shade. Hmm. And I and I thought about that. I'm like, you know, that that's it in a nutshell. You know, I'm doing stuff, you know, for my kids to, you know, to bask in the shade, not myself. I want to make sure that, you know, this country's been around for 220 some years. I want to make sure it's around for another 220 years. And, you know, when I wake up, I just I just feel like we all something. and Whatever that small thing is, that's what people should do. Sorry, I'm walking into my office and I apologize because my phone overheated on my in my car. So oh, man. Well, you are we're, in glad, Florida. we're
0: glad we got you. It yeah. even grabbed grabbed the notice of President Trump and he got a hold of you to let you know that as well.
4: Yeah, after we did the world record boat parade, um, two days later my son calls me up. He's like, Hey Dad, there's a there's a FedEx here for you. And I'm like, Oh, what is it? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, We'll just open it up and inside that FedEx. There was a white Make America Great Again hat with gold writing that Donald <laughs> for me, and um, i was surprised, and then when I saw him at Marlowe like College,
1: but, hey, uh, Cliff, we're going to pause one second while you're in the elevator. You're obviously in a, a transport mode there, but we're going to uh, – I want to show a couple of other pictures here as we go because I want to come back to another story. Uh, and I want people to hear this interaction that you had with President Trump and not, you know, de- degrade it with a low signal there. So uh, when you come out of that, we'll jump into that. But, um a lot of people will bounce out and they'll say, well, what difference does it make what I do or what? I don't know anybody. I don't know any, I don't have a big voice. I don't have a large Facebook presence. I think when he began, you know, this movement, he had about a thousand friends on Facebook, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, wasn't didn't have a national media platform. It wasn't a, you know, a Senator or it wasn't an elected official. You know, he was a regular guy concerned with, with loving his country, and having something here when he's gone. And I think we all have a, a little bit of that. Um, and I want to get into, uh, a brick mailing campaign that he did sending little love packages, care packages to the DNC, which is a uh, part clever, part annoying. And, uh, it, it, it seems like always the people on the left get to have all the fun with, uh, uh, being irritating. They're the activists. And, you know, we, uh, kind of stay out of it and just kind of focus on uh, raising our kids and uh, paying our bills and paying our taxes and making their lives possible uh, for the most part. So um, if you got your signal back, I'll go back into that story of, of what you received in the mail from President Trump. And then I want to go back to kind of one of your your, your beginning uh, escapades with the bricks.
4: Yeah. Can you, can you hear me okay? Yeah. yeah, all clear. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I did the boat parade I, was, I participated in a boat parade, I think it was in like April and then or May, and then one came up. There was going to be another boat parade in Clearwater going north, and there was going to be another boat parade on the same day by different people going south. And I thought, well, what? why don't I organize this so we'll get them all together, and we could possibly break the Indonesian world record. I think it was Indonesia. <laughs> and so we, we applied to Guinness, and they still haven't given us certification that we broke the world record. They said it's something to do with, well, it might have been political and they won't give it to us under those circumstances. But um, but after that, you know, we had about 2,500 boats. Some people say their boat parades were bigger. Some people say ours wasn't the best. I think, I own the domain worldrecordboatparade.com, so I'm going to give it to myself.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So,
4: That's funny. So Trump did mail me a hat the next day, and I was surprised. And then I met him in Mar-a-Lago about a year ago, and we were talking, and I told him I was the one that did the world record boat parade, and he knew about Trumparilla, which was a, a big, you know, whatever to the city of Tampa who wasn't willing to have their Gasparilla boat parade. And he knew about that. And he says, I appreciate it. Wow. And I said, mean, you know, no matter what we're doing out there, whether it's waving a flag or holding a sign or going door knocking for a conservative candidate, that everything we do is of value and is appreciated by everybody in the conservative movement. So, whatever you can do, you should do it. I have a friend who's blind, legally blind, completely blind, and he won't wear a MAGA hat. And I asked him one day why, and he said, well, because I'm afraid somebody would hit me in the face and I wouldn't see it coming. So now I understand why he wouldn't wear a MAGA hat. I understand why, mm. you know, maybe older people that are a little, you know, more, you know, vulnerable to things, you know, because the left is crazy and they're angry and they're willing to do things that the right isn't. So, um, but do whatever you can and fight this country.
1: Okay, tell us about the bricks. Now, now, BRICS have become uh, synonymous with a group of nations that no longer have value for our currency it's and true. have decided to band together for uh, their the, the Eastern, you know, where Western cultures kind of going down, Eastern going up, and they kind of band against us. That's what BRICS now means. But before there were BRICS nations and this whole BRICS thing, you had a BRICS movement that was uh
4: Yeah, it was interesting. interesting. It was, like This was long before Beau parades, long before I created conservative grounds, coffee shop, long before all those things. Um, you know, it was when the border was being talked about. And so I thought, what, what if I mail a brick with a message on it to the DNC? I'm like, oh, I'll mail a brick. And then I thought, what if I get a bunch of people to mail bricks? And I had no idea it was going to become as big as it did.
1: But now, it why, why, a why a brick? Why a brick? Why not a piece of wood or why not a dog turd or, you know, whatever else? Like, what was the, what was the message of a brick? Why a brick?
4: The wall symbol of the wall. We need bricks in the wall. And, um, so I wanted to let people know we should build a wall and here we'll, we'll give the DNT some bricks, you know, they can start building their own, the wall you now. <laughs> uh, it was a, a symbol of the wall. And so I, it turns out there was about 1600 bricks. And if you kind of, the, the average brick weighs about nine pounds a red brick. Um, so we're talking like 15,000 pounds or something like that. Yeah. Oh through the Washington Post office within a three-day period, they were supposed to huh. ride between July 3rd and July 5th. You know, I couldn't control any of that because they were coming from all over the country. But apparently, I caused quite a conundrum that I got a call from
1: the postmaster there. So, yeah, wow. Well, and, and I mean, like, there's nothing illegal. I mean, they that, they, they they paid for the no, postage, they, right?
4: They didn't know how to deal with it. They um, you know, they were like, well, I mean, they think I think they were trying to find what crime i committed but i didn't commit any crime i just had people mail a message and just chose not to put it on paper but chose to put it on a brick now i did get a one message i found was odd one guy or funny a guy said he was going to um drop ship from amazon 50 pounds of a cement bag there um but that was kind of an innovative way to i guess all those bricks need to be put together with something so The and that would be good I like idea. it because it
1: is a, it's a, it's a, it's a peaceful way to, to protest. It's, it's, you know, and this is coming from a guy that lives in Missouri that just spent three days smoking a brisket, you know? So it's like, I understand like putting a lot of effort towards something somebody else might seem, uh, you know, not productive. I have a lot of value for things that are somewhere between the, 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 the spectrum of, of political protest and juvenile you know, there's a lot of like the middle schoolness in us that comes out, you know, when, when all things are made equal because they suppress you long enough. Mm-hmm. They ridicule you long enough. They tell you, they don't know the difference between a man and a woman, or if a man can have babies and they're forcing this stuff into schools. And there's all of this things that we, we see the, uh, you know, BLM protests, there's, they, they, there's stacks of bricks that they put on the intersection so they can destroy buildings and throw at cops. So you got to shut up about all of this stuff and. If you can come up with a creative juvenile pull my finger kind of a way to, to fight back, you know, and and to do it like that is good because number 1, it's it's legal, it's peaceful and it, but it, but it is action oriented. Everything that you do seems like is evolved to doing mm-hmm. and moving.
4: Well, the the other interesting one I tried, I just didn't give enough effort to it was my two cents. Now think about this for a minute. My two cents. In Florida, you can go to a place called Amscot and you can get a free cashier's check, okay? So I made a two cents cashier's check and I mailed it to AOC's office. Okay. So the, <laughs> so the question would be, if, if 100,000 people mailed a two cent check to AOC's office, she has one of three things to do. She either can deposit and put your name on her um, her role. Okay. She can return it. She can return it, which is going to cost her 50 cents to return it. Um, so, or she, but she can't ignore it. You know, she can't ignore it. So she either has to account for this, which would be a nightmare, um, <laughs> or, or, she'd have to, or she'd have to return it, which every two cents she receives, she'd have to pay 50 cents to send back.
0: Oh, my gosh. That uh, is hilarious.
1: You know, this... This is what America is kind of based on. I mean, honestly, all jokes, all jokes aside, you know, you, you take a group of people that are going to, you know, dress up, uh, as, as, as natives and jump on a, a ship and throw tea overboard. It's, it's, it's the kind of thing now that's probably a little more aggressive, but it's, it's the idea of, of, of men in that time. That's the level of aggression, you know, that, that that's the world that they lived in, you know, uh, it's, 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 there's a creativity, and an unproductive uh, movement, mm-hmm. you know, that that is like like very symbolic of the American spirit, and we value too much. Stacey says it all the time: the silent majority. It means mm-hmm. you just shut your mouth and you just take it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of been the conservative way. And I think I think that's changing, you know, a little bit. People are tired of it. People of all backgrounds, all genders, all mm-hmm. economic income brackets, like they're they're tired of just shutting your mouth and seeing everything. Uh, destroyed around them and being quiet and watching. Yeah,
4: I mean, and that goes back to do what you can do, what you feel comfortable doing. If you don't feel comfortable, you know, mailing sixteen hundred bricks to the DNC, then don't do it. If you don't want to mail two cent checks to AOC and see how that plays itself out, don't do it. You know, if you, I mean, I went to the ICE headquarters in Tampa one morning, and um, it was this was about a few years ago when. They were first getting having problems with stuff, and I showed up at nine o'clock with a bullhorn, and I said, "Hey, wake up! You know, protesting's twenty four seven. You know, the illegals don't get to sleep. You shouldn't be sleeping either. Wake up!" And I had like forty people about ready to kill me, you know, because I'm waking them up in a Sunday morning at like seven a.m. Because I'm saying, "You know, we got a protest here, guys. Come on, wake up! You, we'll start protesting." <laughs> um, I, I don't expect people to do that. Um, I have a great friend named Dion Cheney and he, he takes stuff to the next level. Um, you know, and I mean, he's my idol when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I, I'm a, I'm a mere somewhere in the distance from what like Dion Cheney and, um, and Larry Good do and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but have fun with it, enjoy your life and do whatever you can. That's, you know, like I said, um, societies work best when old men plant trees of the shade they will never bask in. So wow. just go out there Sweet
1: and quote. it is a it's a phenomenal mm-hmm. quote what do you see over the next uh I forget our days but I think we're around 412 12 413 days I think away from the 24 election I guess two questions one do you see there being a 2024 election uh B uh what are some scenarios that you see playing out between now and then
4: you know I've spoken to General Flynn about that and he's actually he said to me um you know he's concerned that there might not be an election which I think that's a big stretch I think um I I, I don't, I'm not going that far. I think, you know, when you hear, if you watch the movie, 2000 mules, did you guys get a chance to watch that? Mm -hmm. And you saw that people were dropping off, you know, ballots at two o'clock in the morning out of like duffel bags and backpacks. I think every conservative needs to treat every one of those mailboxes. Like they were getting a TV on black Friday at Best Buy and just camp out there in stages and say, look, we're going to sit here. We're going to watch this. I mean, I mean, I don't know how many, you know, drop boxes there were, but I'll man one for a few days. And I think we just need to do the most we can to protect the integrity of the election. And, um and you know, I guess there's a new variant of COVID coming around. I guess that's going to cause us problems. Who knows? But we just got to be as vigilant as possible. But I, I have faith that, not that we may have a fair election, but we will have an election. I I'm, I have faith in that. Interesting. Do you
1: plan on masking up with the next election? Uh, uh pandemic that comes along
4: no I, I i didn't i didn't mask much at all in the last one and um so i i don't plan on masking up if you um i even i even flew on an airplane without masking when everybody did and um my buddy dion once again just told me to bring a box of cereal so i just ate the cereal <laughs> for like an hour and a half break so and the so lady's like, I'm not going to play this game. I'm like, ma'am, I have low sugar. I have to keep eating this. <laughs> you know. Uh, now I see the mask you got there. I was actually cutting concrete and like marble with that. So yeah, don't.
1: It, it's don't legit
4: like that. You know.
0: That is a le- for a legit reason.
1: You know, on in that case, you do got to wear a mask because the science says you're breathing in dirt.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Concrete,
4: but
0: no,
1: I
4: I don't I don't plan on wearing a mask. I believe COVID is real. I believe it's it's something. But take it how you want. um I'm good friends with um Nurse Erin, and you know mm-hmm. she kind of counsels me on the whole science of you know the masking and stuff like that. So you know it's mm-hmm. like anything. You know I don't smoke cigarettes because I think it's probably it's a nasty habit, but it's probably bad for you. I don't do a lot of things that are bad for me. I make my own choices and you know, when it comes to wearing a mask, you know, I had COVID. I didn't even have any symptoms. Wow. Um, I took four tests because it ruined my Christmas in 2001. And none of my family got it, but I had it. So I took four tests and I still had it. And I didn't know I had it. I just took a test because I my mother-in-law for Christmas who has COPD. And it turned out I had it. Um, I think, you know, before I got it, I was fine. So.
1: that's good well i know whatever comes out of the next 412 days or whatever it is uh we need more americans like you uh alive showing up accounted for and uh and doing something because again if you don't have a creative release to get this out if kids in school don't have recess Mm -hmm. you know then they tend to you know shoot spit wads during class and it's like we need healthy releases for this stuff and i'm glad you're doing what you're doing you're a great example
4: let me ask you a question I've noticed a great political lethargy. I don't even know if that's a word, lethargycy but I'm going to use it um, because when, when we used to be able to get a thousand people to vote parade or 500 people to some rally that Donald Trump's not appearing at, now you get like a few hundred here and there. And um, it just seems like the masses that I don't know if it's because it's, we're a year out. I don't know if it's because people are worried about who's watching them and you know who's, you know, like, going to judge them or anything like that. But it does seem like the movement we had years ago out there.
0: It's interesting, Cliff, because we're actually seeing more and more people wake up. You know, in 2021, we started the Flyover Conservatives and started, you know, working with Clay Clark and the Reawaken America events. And it's interesting because you have people that are coming out in you know, Salem and Portland, Oregon. And they're coming to, you know, Idaho at a racetrack in the middle of the summer, sitting in the hot sun. And we just got back from Arizona, you know, and where Las Vegas, um, Nevada, actually, and they were actually, um, you know, coming out in a tent. You know, there were 6,000 people that showed up in Las Vegas, Nevada. And so we're actually seeing people that are showing up more and more and people that are like, okay, I'm not going to be pushed around. Even parents showing up at school board meetings. Those
1: are record numbers now. No, you know,
0: record numbers there. And so I-, I think we're actually more people are waking up and they're using their voice and they're taking less of a concern in being the silent majority and being like, I think my voice actually does need to be heard at this time.
1: I, I think that th- what's happening also a little bit is the online censorship of being able to get the word out for something. You know, um, one reason why Clay Clark's events do really well, we got one coming up in Miami on October 13th and 14th, um you know they're in Florida and Floridians you know all need to you know rally and come yeah. around there is is you know he'll almost onesie twosie call you know everybody that's been at one before mm-hmm. or has called in or you know he'll not depending on facebook posts and things that could organically gain traction you because know in in the past censorship mm-hmm. you know maybe twitter's getting a little better we have true social there's there's stuff but i don't think it's so much that people are disenfranchised and not participating i think sometimes it's just our reach is so shortened that people don't know you know, and then they'll hear about, oh, there's a parade last weekend. Dang it. I wish I'd have gone to that, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I I see that with a lot of different events when, when they're they're social media heavy on, on the message getting out. And Mm -hmm. so I think that is a part, we got to find a way to work around that direct texting people, you know, creating chains like that, calling, you know, Mm -hmm. old school where you use your voice, all that stuff. Uh, We got to kind of work around maybe some of that, the kinks in the hose, this will look a little different that way.
4: Yeah. Well, I know every day I get up, I just, try to get the word out on whatever, you know,
0: but. I love it. And Cliff, we would love to meet you in Miami and we're there at the reawaken America event. That would be a blast.
4: I will try and be there. I really will. I, um, it's my anniversary of the weekend before I'm going to visit my son at Florida state. I'm going to try and get to that one. Okay.
0: Uh, well we would love we would it. Love thank it. you so much we, for we joining look forward to seeing us. You there. We really appreciate it.
4: And thank you for having me on. I've been, I'm honored, you know, whenever anybody wants to hear about my nonsense and my escapades, um, it still shocks me that people care about this stuff that I do, you know? So I just want to say, thank you. It really means a lot to me.
1: We need more nonsense. Yes. We need more, uh, escapades and, uh, we need, we need, we need more Cliff Gebhardts out there. So appreciate you. Thanks for your example. I hope it creates a thousand more, uh, trees just like you growing behind you. Thanks a lot, Cliff. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days. Goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment, causing you pain in your neck every single night? You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hardwood floors hurting your old bones. No more. The MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David Whitey. <laughs> 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 if we could skip the high money because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I kind of tend to derail <laughs> hi
3: <laughs>
1: but I did good see look first thing says say your name say your name David <laughs> 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 have you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings have I got a way for you to fill that time not cleaning your garage folding your laundry or doing something with yourself your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. <laughs> have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about a friend at school? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail, you're talking to your friend at school, they, they bring up your flat earth, and you think it's a flat I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> and it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. (laughs) We talk about Rubik's cubes and stuff. (laughs) We like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like fill myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. I got a show for you. (laughs) Am I I, I, my eyes red now? You don't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. You read it through a filter. Can't run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of my red eye. Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice.
3: Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction we didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream the only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it protect it defend it and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same and if you and I don't do this then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children. What it once was like in America when men were free.
0: You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. <laughs>
5: Well, you know, I wish I could say that I was happy as you guys this weekend because <laughs> your football team played stinky and won and mine played stinky and lost. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just, the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs
1: decided before the season started that they were going to try and play as bad as possible on offense, turn the ball over as many times, do everything as wrong as possible and still win. They wanted to see like mathematically where that edge was and, uh, in and, and, and the week one, they found out. that week two, they found a way to win uh, accidentally, in spite of playing terrible. I don't know. It's kind of a, kind of a weird kind of a weird deal. It, they say there's no such thing as an ugly win. At the end of the year, you look at them all the same. But when you're watching, it's like
0: it was ugly. That's
1: ugly. ugly. <laughs> yeah, and ours was an ugly loss. Although we did have a miracle <laughs> catch at the end, and we still couldn't win. But it's <laughs> mm. it's yeah. a good highlight at the end of the year when they play the the hype video f- yeah. f- for season ticket holders to renew. That'll be in there. That
0: will be in there.
1: Well, it, you know, so this
5: is a weird parallel to to the economy, right? So perception is reality. Doesn't matter how you win, if you win. And like in in at University of Colorado, Deion Sanders came in within a week. Deion's the new face of college football, and he is he college football. And you you know, you all and I were talking offline about about the economics of football and how all these young players are now making millions of dollars a year and driving Maybox. And it's like, things are things are changing. But, yeah. Yeah. but here's where, you know, the, so how this applies to the economy, it's like perception, right? It, perception drives the stock market, perception drives the bond market, perception drives gold and silver markets. Well, for University of Colorado, perception of having Dion as your coach and you're gonna get all the publicity because he's a media hound, we're going to have the best recruiting class ever next year. <laughs> okay, no doubt, no doubt
1: about right? It. You'll have you'll, the, <laughs> the, the next year, Colorado Buffaloes will have the very best team money can buy. No doubt,
0: no doubt about it. And you got, and, and, like, uh, it's, and it's
1: good because you know what? The NCAA messed this thing up for so long, and there was so much money on the table, and now this name and likeness money. You know, the the, the top guys. You know, producer Colton pulled up the number. They're making three hundred thousand a month playing college football you know, it's like, you're going to go with the guy that's going to get you the most attention because that drives up the name and likeness.
0: And he definitely is getting it. You yeah. got like the rock on the sideline of the game, you know, I mean, it's like, I mean, it was the who's who. And I know game. we're this getting week. older
1: because a lot of these guys that were a big deal, we never heard of them, but I'm no, but they're a big deal Yeah, because <laughs> they're on the sideline, but that's I'm like, true. I, don't, I don't know you. Sorry. Well,
5: I know that I'm getting old because we, there was a we we uh, actually do a lot of um, events here with the team, um, you know my my team here at, at KEPHD uh, concerts and and sporting events because we, we we live right next to Ball Arena and so there was an Eric Clapton concert. Oh yeah! So I was asking the team how many people are going to go to Eric Clapton. Literally all of them said, "Who's Eric Clapton?" Oh wow! No. <laughs> Yeah, it, like it, I'm, I mean, I'm not going. I had zero interest in going. I, it's not really my style, but but at least I knew who he was. Yeah, if, not
0: if, one if
4: Dion knew. if Dion
1: wants a rapper on the sideline that's going to impress me, he needs to have Run DMC. I'll be like, wow, <laughs> wow, wow, he is, he is, he has made it. He's pulling in the big names. He has Run DMC with their Adidas and the hat. The whole like, I'll be okay, like, yeah. wow, yeah, wow, he's going to get every player in the future. <laughs> There probably would be no, one right. guy in the field that, that wouldn't know who oh they were. Oh my
0: gosh, but. we were really sounding old. Yeah,
1: we are. I mean, my son loves that
5: kind of music, and rap, and stuff like that, and so he knows all of them, Drake and everybody else, right? But, but it's me, it's like, okay, I go about as far as vanilla ice, and the only reason <laughs> I know him is because he has a renovation show on HGTV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: And he did. Uh, he did, he did one season
1: with the Amish, so you know. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of done. did. He, he. We probably should get him for president. He yeah, can he work.
0: Ice, ice, baby. He can work in the, the rap Amish crowd, the Amish Dan. crowd.
1: You can get the house flippers. It's like. Oh yeah. Like vanilla ice might. You know, if if there's a problem, he'll be able to solve it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Period. That was. Good. We needed good. vanilla ice for president.
1: Yes. Well, we're going to
5: need <laughs> a lot of solving because there's a lot of problems and those players better be happy that they're making 300,000 a month cuz they're going to need it cuz so here's my amazing little segue into the economy yeah. right so so inflation is is going to come back and it's going to rear its ugly head so over over the last couple of weeks um, we we've, we've seen weird inflation numbers and usually inflation causes people not to spend especially when we have higher interest rates and things like that but the stock market went up quite a bit with, with normally news that would actually cause it to come down. So we have to start asking ourselves, is that real? Is it fake? No. Stock market going up is fake because it's a function of revenue and people don't have enough money they're not going to spend. Bottom line. So ultimately that comes crashing down. So how do we know with all of this stuff that CPI numbers and they seem to be held in check, how do I know that inflation's coming back? Well, Number one, oil prices are, are going to be blamed for any kind of re-inflation, right? So this is why the stock market's up. It's like, oh, it's not all the printing of money. It's just oil prices. There's deflation and everything else. Okay, lies, lies, and, and even more <laughs> lies, right? But now oil prices are going to go up. And this is kind of where it gets bad and, and really bad, right? Because over the last six months, Biden has extinguished our strategic oil reserves, right? If I mean, there's like hardly anything left and that's there by decree. We have to have the strategic oil reserve, right? It's like government said, we need to keep this thing for an act of war. So we don't go into wartime and then have no oil for the tanks and airplanes and everything else. Right. So, so Biden has been eliminating it, which has caused the price of oil to come down because we haven't had to buy at the higher prices. Well, now that it's extinguished, we have to repurchase. Ooh, here comes the BRICS nations um, and Putin, all, all you know, shiny, happy faces, right? Because what do they get to do? They brought on United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia. They're bringing right. in all mm-hmm. the oil producing nations. And what did OPEC decide to do? It's like, hey, let's cut our production. So when they cut production, the price goes up at the same exact time. We have to buy a bunch more. I mean, this is economic warfare. One hundred and one, um, and and the BRICS nations are playing the chess game like Trump would, you know, five six moves ahead. Mm-hmm. Where where Biden's playing this chess game like it's checkers, and it's like the first time he's ever seen the chessboard, right? It's like this is just crazy to me. So also, why why is the stock market kind of going up because of more lies, right? Inflation has nearly reached the Fed's target level, right? So I've been hearing this. So so inflation meeting the Fed's target level which is what 2%. So the Fed says we're at 2.4% inflation we want to get it to 2.2%. It's like well those are the biggest lied numbers ever. I mean even John Williams at Shadow Stats has an algorithm similar to the one that I developed in, during my dissertation. He says inflation's at 11.5%. I'm just wow. at 15% plus. So when you actually look at real inflation numbers, they're much higher than the Mm 2.4% that the government says that we have, but the Fed's target is 2%. So they have to lie about the numbers to get us to their real numbers. So why? They can say that they're winning the war on inflation, right? Wow. So they're also saying shelter inflation is about to plummet, meaning where we live, right? Mm -hmm. Housing markets collapsing. So I look at this a little bit different. Is that one true? It's like, yeah, that's actually true. Housing prices are coming down. But they're bragging about it, saying, this is good for inflation. If, See, we're winning this on inflation. We're, we're making housing hard. more
1: affordable mm-hmm. for the average American.
5: Yeah, but but if you look at it as an investment, that's like saying... Because a lot of people use, I mean, look at all the the second homes and third homes, and and people using their house as you know a growth thing, and they sell it five, ten years down the road, make a huge profit, upsize their houses. So it would be like saying, "Hey, we're winning the war on inflation. Look at the stock market's collapsing. It's like what would this? It, it's it's a stupid thing to say, right? <laughs> because they're, they're bragging about their misdeeds because people. the reason housing markets are coming down is because people don't have high enough wages. They're not keeping up with inflation and the cost of borrowing is going up because interest rates are rising to slow down inflation. That's why housing is coming down. I would say none of those are a good thing, mm-hmm. right? But they're actually using this to brag about it on financial news stations. So therefore, they're winning the war on inflation and people say ooh this is cool let's let's start investing in stocks because they're winning the war on inflation and, and it's going to bring some 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 rationality to the markets and we can look forward to a uh, you know profitable future well that's all phony baloney right it's like it, that's not real either right because when you look at what's going to happen here with shelter prices meaning our houses mm-hmm. oh my word that's going to come crashing down to earth, which is ultimately good for people who are buying, right? Well, maybe. But what if interest rates shoot up to 15, 20% like they were in the early 80s? Doesn't matter what housing's at, you're still not going to be able to afford it. Right. This yeah. is going to be the cause of the biggest pinprick that's going to cause the bubble to burst, is I believe, is, is that. So is the housing market collapse. Now, the reinflation that I believe is coming. There, the this is a a nuance of terms. I would call it reinflation where the Fed and the Treasury Department, Janet Yellen, everyone else is just calling it disinflation. It's like, no, we're we're actually disinflating because all these things are coming down. Look, we've had oil and gas prices come down. Well, I just explained why they're going to go shooting up to the roof because OPEC is cutting production. We have no strategic oil reserve. Housing prices are coming down. They're saying all this is disinflation. This is a good thing. I'm saying this is actually the opposite, right? This is the opposite of everything they're saying. But this is why I do think it's bad and it's really bad. Like this article that, that producer Colton had on the screens. See, there's the oil supply to me is the biggest thing moving forward, which is going to cause inflation to go through the roof because there, there's just not enough. Everything in the world uses oil, like mm-hmm. everything does. Plastics do, rubber does on your tires, on all these electric cars. Right? You need oil to produce the electricity that that makes the batteries for everything that we that we buy that's electric. So, when when reality becomes really grim for us, who is this not grim for? The BRICS nations, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, because they now control the oil production, so. Everything that I just talked about that's bad for us is actually good for the BRICS nations. Well, it's right? not so even just, not it's also, everybody.
1: it's, it's, not the, it's the pipeline. It's our oil drilling, but it's also the refineries. They've, they've shut many of those down restrictions where they're not mm-hmm. starting any new ones. And so like, like our ability to not only get it, but then to refine it, to turn it into these things. So we, we have to go outside to pull it in. We we went from exporting all of those things to now we don't have enough. We're pulling it in and they're regulating it to make sure we don't. Yeah, they are. It's a a given.
5: See this economic battle that, that China is playing and Russia is playing with us. We need to add one more big country to that mix. That's playing this economic battle. And that's Saudi Arabia. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think they just actually declared war on America, not in the, not in the war sense, political sense, but economically, because they are single-handedly starting to unwind the petrodollar system, because Saudi trend is moving away from D.C. and closer to Shanghai. And this is a key driver in unwinding the petrodollar system, right? Which Saudi Arabia used to be very friendly, in quotes, (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. to the United States. You know, but I think that was a fake friendship. It was like a friendship out of convenience kind of a deal. Um, it's like you, you're friendly to the, your neighbor that you don't really like, right? So they have a messy yard and they're noisy and the kids are always partying in the backyard and they never mow their grass, right? But, mm-hmm. but you want to have a good relationship with your neighbors, so you pretend. Well, Saudi Arabia pretended to be friends with us because we were buying all of their oil and we're the largest, most economically prosperous country on the planet, right? That's the only reason they were friends with us. We, we don't share the same political views. We don't share the same religious views. We don't share the same any kind of views, but all they want is money. And what they looked at is the BRICS nation saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to be the purchaser of all of your oil. And why don't we just dismantle the U.S. petrodollar and actually have a dinar petro standard or a BRICS currency petro standard, right? Because they're now part of that same system. So here's where this is going to get bad, and it's going to get really, really bad. So another trick that I think the BRICS nations have up their sleeve that makes this bad and really bad is they own, they have more U.S. assets than they have liabilities. It's like, well, why would that be bad? It's because they're going to start selling their assets, right? So they're going to start selling the U.S. treasuries that they own, even Hmm. last month, China dumped $100 billion of U.S. treasuries back on the market, they just got rid of them. Well, that's about one tenth of everything that they own. So when they start dumping their assets back on on the open market, it now becomes a liability for us. And it's like, well, who's gonna buy these things? It just keeps coming down. The the price keeps coming down as they keep increasing the supply of available U.S. treasuries on the open market. So who buys them? Nobody's buying them except for the Fed. So Mm -hmm. the Fed uses what? Money that they print out of thin air to buy our U.S. treasuries that nobody else wants. So you look at that, that they keep printing money to buy our own stuff that nobody wants, that's inflation. So what does that do to their balance sheet? It makes it toxic. All they have is this toxic debt, something that nobody else wants and they can't get rid of it. This is why I think moving forward, we're, we're on the verge of a massive banking failure. We're on the verge of, of the Fed system changing, the central banking system changing globally as we have known it for 100 plus years. It's shifting. And all of the power, it's like this big, giant sucking sound, like a vacuum going from power from the west to the east. So it's going from D.C. and New York to Shanghai. Everything is going to Shanghai and the BRICS nations, politically, economically, militarily all of it um and say kirk we're never going to have a a weak military you're right we we are not we're we have an amazing military with very patriotic men and women fighting for us and we have the most advanced technology and airplanes and tanks and everything else right but but what we're dealing with is ultimately it's going to be a size difference not technology, not heart, but, but we're going to be dealing with a, a military that's that's comprised of about 50 to 70 percent of the world's population. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, all the power is moving to the BRICS nations and they control the cards because they're playing a good chess game and we're playing checkers.
0: Man. So as you're talking, I mean, it sounds like, oh, man, okay, that's a little overwhelming and intimidating. What can we do to try to protect ourselves during this time, you know, to get ourselves out of the way of what could be possibly coming.
5: So this is where we have to use wisdom that God gives us creativity that God gives us. He gives us wisdom and discernment, not so we can operate out of fear, but so how we can operate with a sound mind and, and thrive. Right. Because as I was just ta- saying that story, it's like, it, it reminds me of, of, references in, in Revelation where it says, oh, how mighty Babylon has fallen, right? Mm-hmm. It's like almost like in a day you see this stuff and, and seems like we've lost our prominence globally. Is Babylon us? I don't know. Is it the central bank monetary system? I don't know. I don't know what modern day Babylon is in this in this prophetic word. It could be the United States. It could be our money system. It could be a lot of things. But what it does say that, it, oh, wow, people are going to be shocked when mm-hmm. it falls. And I think we're seeing something like that right now. So so how do you then, how do you get out of that? You have to get out of that system, right? So even the Bible prophesies, God prophesies through his word about how something great, mighty, economically, politically has fallen. So the the way to survive that is get out of it, right? So Mm -hmm. get out of the banking system, get out of your digital assets that'll make you a slave into their system allocate into gold and silver like everything we've talked about every single week so multiple times a week for the past year it's like Kirk, why do you why do you never change your tune? It's like because it's not time to change the channel yet mm-hmm. things are falling apart yeah. and I will shout it from the rooftops until there's nobody else listening because to me it's the only thing that really you can protect with because it's a tangible asset that goes up with inflation. it's something that's not digital it's not a piece of paper it has value. It's real, and it's something that's needed for everything that this world is moving into. Solar, battery-powered, electric vehicles, all of that, all uses silver. So, therefore, take advantage of these trends so they don't take advantage of you. That's wisdom Mm -hmm. to me.
0: As you're talking, just kept making me think of, and we've talked about it before, but Um, I think it was uh, 2021 when we had on Dr. Artis, and Dr. Artis was exposing the protocol in the hospitals at that time, and he was talking about remdesivir. And, um, a lot of people had never heard that word before. they had loved ones in the hospital, um, and they were dying from this drug and I remember him saying, "You can't let your loved ones get on this. you know here's some ways that you can get them off of this and get them out of the hospital and I remember like we just we wanted to tell everyone, and I really yeah. believe that thousands of people's lives were saved, you know because of that, and I feel like that's where we are right now that's why we keep shouting this message that we're letting people know get out of the system that you're currently in because it's not looking good. This could fall apart. This is a way that you can protect yourself, you know, so that if it does happen, you're not in harm's way. Don't you feel that way?
1: I, I feel the exact same kind of urgency. And it, some of the people say in the comments, like, it seems like all you talk about is gold and silver. And it's like, if, 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 if there's a cliff coming up ahead and I see people on this Mm -hmm. road and they're going 80 miles an hour, I mean, I'm going to do everything I can to stop. And I'm doing the same thing that we're doing personally. It reminds me of the, the, you know, the, again, I keep bringing this up the movie, the big short, I've watched it now three times in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Dr. Burry in that, in that movie, like they come down on him and the the, the advisors above him are angry. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm not wrong. He goes, I might've been early but i'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen because these mortgages are going to fall. These adjustable rate mortgages are going to crack. There's going to be major defaults. This is going it it, it inevitably has to happen. The numbers are there. The regulatory agencies are covering it up. The media is covering it up. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants this to happen, but fundamentally this has to happen. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, and that's why personally we're doing everything we can every single week. I'm look. I'm looking at my dog. I'm like, you better behave. I might sell you and turn you into silver. You know, like every everywhere possible because I see what's going to happen. Again, we might have talked about this early. I don't know how that they kind of keep all the plates spinning right now because it it, it mathematically shouldn't be, but we're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And silver is is the high floor, high ceiling way to protect yourself. Yeah. It's not a shoebox. It's, it's not taken so out. It's not good. your mattress. It's not even taken out and buy real estate. That's Mm -hmm. scary. Like silver, they're going to keep using no matter what. A
5: hundred percent. So true. I mean, they're they're not going to stop the demand. The manufacturing demand, even today, without solar and EVs and everything else, is still 60% of all mining production. Wow. Next year, it should be about 80%. When you add the 20% increase that we're going to see, because of solar power needs, because of some of the green energy bills, right? Mm-hmm. So, so time is now to reallocate. It's always good to be in before something rather than after. Yep. And it's not like we're getting in before something. I mean, silver's up one hundred and ten percent over the last three and a half years. It's gone from eleven ninety one to to close to twenty four. That's amazing. It's not like it hasn't moved yet. I mean, I, anybody would love that kind of a return. But I think. It's just going to start to accelerate. And for people that call me every single day and say, Kirk, if I missed the boat, it's like, no, you haven't missed any boat. Um, we're, do- we're actually pre big, huge, explosive trend line moving forward. Um, that's the stage that we're at right now. And I would get in as quickly as you can, because I'd rather be nine months, six months, three months early than one day late. Right. Man, and so, yep, this so is true. We allocate the way that we do.
1: You know, we it. began with football examples. We end with one. You know, that's a, that's a thing, big thing Bill Belichick would always say, like when it comes to like re- renewing a player's contract on an older player, he's like, I would rather cut a guy a year or two too early than have him a year or two too long. With a salary cap situation, you can't. It's like, it's better to be proactive while you're still making the choice than to wait and have the choice made for you and not work in your advantage. That's, and that's that's yeah. where people are right now. So
0: good. So Flyover Family, you can go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page, great information, watch the videos, read the information. But when you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, it's going to put you in the queue for someone from Dr. Kirkstein to get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Get your questions answered, you know. Find out exactly what you have, what your options are. You can also call 720-605-3900. Again, that's 720-605-3900. Do it today, you won't regret it. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking what am I going to do about my finances?
1: You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit.
0: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 11 Looks like you've been sleeping
4: well. Megan, he's back.